0: Thank you. Welcome to "How Much Is Too Much." This is episode seven, titled "Triumph Over Trauma." Um, if you listen to last last episode, episode six, to all my single ladies, um, clearly I was going through some traumatic, dramatic feelings. Um, but it's good—you get them out, you move on, and you can—at least I can—register what those feelings mean to me and. I kind of release them into the world when I feel like they're not serving me any purpose. If I need to sit with them and understand, I do too. So, I thought this would be a good episode after that one um because this is kind of one this is absolutely one of the episodes that when I thought about making this podcast, I was like, "Holy shit, I'm scared to record that and talk about that, but also like" let's fucking talk about it because I think that a lot more people are going to be able to relate to this or at least feel some comfort in their own lives when they listen to this. And that's really important to me here. I've said that in the past, I'll say it again. Um, this episode is all about, I don't know, it's it's going to be a very real one for me to share. Um, thing, I'm about to share things about myself that um, only a select few people in my life know, um, but how much is too much? We're about to find out right now. So, um, I have mentioned before that I've had, you know, a lot of traumas in my life and I think that we all, most people have experienced some sort of traumatic event or, you know, things that have happened or lifestyle, you know, or what they've been, cards they've been dealt we all have traumas and need healing to some extent, I believe. Um, and not everybody does. And some are lower grade and some are just like very, very heavy shit to carry and you know, um, bear as you become an adult. I, oh man, I guess I will just jump right into it. Um, I always wondered what the things I'm about to share, the impact they would have on my life when I became an adult, um, I knew they would show themselves one day, but, um, I definitely didn't let them deter myself from being, having a strong mentality and putting myself out there and, you know, still loving life and not being a pessimist, but instead an optimist. Um, but I would just rip the bandaid off and say that, you know, some of my biggest traumas are the fact that I was, um, molested three times when I was growing up, um, and I don't really need to get into, like, the details of, like, who or what happened to me. All I can tell you is three different people um, between the ages of, hmm, I think, like, 8 to 11 or something. So, like, a two-year span. Um, and, you know, I was taken advantage of and fully molested three different three different times by three different people. And I remember when, like, the third time it happened, I remember, like, going into therapy and, you know, trying to process. But, like, I almost won. I was so young that I was, like, I knew it was wrong. Like, I knew it was wrong in the moments. Um, Like, had full, like, one of the times I, um, the guy, the man said to me, oh, you know, please don't say anything, please don't tell anyone, yada, yada. And I'd love to get into more context about, you know, because I'm always big on details here in this podcast. I'd love to get into more context about who, what, when, you know, all that to give reference. But I just think it's kind of one of those things that I have forgiven these individuals, um, They're obviously they're not a part of my life anymore, um, and I don't really feel that there's value in getting into the nitty-gritty, um, but I will explain kind of how I felt in those moments, um, and the, you know, I remember one time this man said, please don't say anything, don't tell anyone, I, and I was terrified. I said, okay, I won't, and, you know, as soon as he left my room, I fell down onto my knees into fetal position and just cried and kept myself in a ball and I you know my parents were told about all three incidents uh and you know we did I did therapy and I did um I talked to people and tried to understand and I kind of was like in the moment I knew it was bad but on the flip side I think even past that, I was kind of more focused on, you know, my mom's alcoholism growing up um, and trying to take care of her, make sure that she was okay. And so that felt more present um, as far as a burden and heartache than these one-off moments. But I knew they weren't right. I knew they impacted me. Um, And so I ended up essentially like having the mentality of like, I won't let these things define me or shape who I am. I'm not going to throw a pity party about it. I'm not going to sit there and have the mentality of woe is me. Well, this happened to me. So I act like this and yada, yada. I did know that it would definitely pivot, um, who I would be one day as a woman. And that one hundred percent was realized last year, which I'll definitely get into. Um, But I I know at a young age, I think my, you know, protection method, so to speak, was, okay, I am not a victim, I am going to rise above this. And just because these people made a decision to do these things to me, I'm not going to let it define who I am. And so that was really like the mentality that it kind of helped me to, I guess, keep those demons inside for so many years. And then when I became an adult, I realized that I, when I started dating and becoming single and stuff, I realized that when I would start talking to guys and stuff and I wanted something real, I would let you know sex get in the way sometimes and I would be afraid to ask them if they had a condom. I'd be afraid to ask them if they were tested because I realized this last year that Um, those boundaries that you build up as like a little girl where it's like, these are my private parts. This is my private space. Those things were taken from me multiple times at such a young age that they were never mine. So for me to ask a man to respect my boundaries in my body, um, made me feel uncomfortable because I didn't feel like they were ever actually mine. And so I would, you know, if I asked the dude like, Oh, do you have a condom? And then they, you know, would make an excuse or they're like, they didn't instead of being like, well, we can't have sex. I'm like, okay. Like I felt uncomfortable. I felt uncomfortable to say this. I don't like that. Like, and I have, these are my boundaries because ultimately the walls and the protection that, you know, almost everybody gets when they're younger and gets to build up that these are my boundaries and these are, this is my, um, You know, I need to protect myself like I didn't have those like they were never mine to own. So in the moment, especially with men, I just shut down and I came to realize realization last year and oh my God, the healing I got from that. I was like, wow, you they were stolen from you, but you can build them back up again and they are entirely yours. And, you know, that's why now, like, when I put myself out there and I date, you know, if it's someone that goes, like, don't get me wrong, obviously I've made it clear, like, I'm a sexual person, I do love sex, but, um if i am at a point very different point now where i want something very serious, authentic, genuine. So if i open myself up to somebody and i can see they're pressing me on a physical sexual level, like i'm completely sh- going to shut down. And that's okay. And if they want to make me feel comfortable and respect my boundaries, i probably am not going to shut down, but if it's someone pressing me on a physical, yeah, i'm for sure going to shut down entirely. I am in no way gonna allow that anymore um because ultimately I have healed that child that like had that stolen from her and this happens so much more frequently we frequently than we realize and I actually heard a quote the other day which was just like oh my god it just hit my brain um and it it, essentially it wasn't even a quote but it was like they were saying that if you've ever felt in your life that you're behind the ball on where you're supposed to be compared to your friends and your family, and that your life isn't where you know where the timeline should be, or you feel like you're you know one step behind everybody, even though you're still progressing forward, it is because you you know the traumatic events you face as a child. ...put you in a mentality where you aren't developing and just growing and learning and moving to the next level. You are surviving. So you are a step behind because you had to survive and fight to get out of that one place... ...where other people were developing, growing, um, learning and understanding life on a whole other level than yourself... And I feel like that brought me a lot of peace, too, because I've always felt like I was a step behind. I've always felt like I've struggled more than my friends. I've always felt like, oh, my gosh, like, why are they the the success level? And I'm not. And survival mentality is a real thing. And it really registered me on that level where I was like, wow, I have had that survivors, um, you know, mentality, I say it again, but like, you know, where I was just fighting to just make it out alive of the traumas that could have swallowed me whole. And the reason I think that, you know, I wanted to record this episode is not just to share like some of the personal things I've been through because, you know, past just me being molested multiple times as a kid, which, you know, I I think that anyone that knows me and meets me is like, whoa, like I wouldn't expect that. Well, yeah, it's because I didn't wear it as like a badge of honor to throw a pity party for myself or to be like, well, this is my life is so hard because this I'm like, damn, I want more. What do I need to do to get more? And I understand these things happen to me. But like I also do have entire influence and power And control over my own decisions. And if you are not a type of person who can own up to your own shit and realize that you are the wrong and that your decisions are what are making you you, making impacts in your life, then you're never going to get better. So as much as these traumas and being molested multiple times, you know, took away from the boundaries that a lot of girls get the opportunity to have their whole lives, I (laughs) I really though I still had decisions that I made for myself and so I you know and it went along with the drinking and you know not allowing my, not having standards or boundaries and let me be crystal clear I'm no I'm no saint like those boundaries still I still find myself slipping back into old patterns with people and um saying I want one thing you know and that like this is what I need this is what I want this is what I expect and then allowing another um and so I think that the importance of kind of where I'm going with this is that things happen to all of us and no one has walked every step and every mile and every moment of your life in your shoes except for you so no one understands really how what where you started where you came from you know and all the moments that like are traumas and triggers for you. But at the end of the day, I think the strongest, greatest, most inspiration, inspirational people are the ones that go, yeah, this doesn't define me. I'm just going to be better than that. And you pick yourself up, you pivot your mindset on it, and you also like... Take your time to understand because all traumas do have an impact. That is just facts. And I've been in therapy and it helped me understand a lot in that sense too. It helped me come to peace with my, you know, really bring me closer to my mom to understand that I was harboring a lot of anger about her, you know, drinking when, when I was younger. Um, and it, I chose to take steps to triumph over the traumas in my own life that could If I had not had that mentality, truly define me as a different person. I mean, I could easily be doing the bare minimum, um, hanging out with the wrong crowd who's partying, doing drugs all the time. Um, I really think that my life would have gone down that path if I had not recognized that one, I wanted more and two, I deserve more. So I had to give that to myself, even though things that happened to me were out of my control. And we just don't realize where each person comes from. So as much as we might look at one person and be like, wow, they're a dick. We may not know that their, you know, parent, dad beat them all the time. And so to protect themselves, they, you know, supersede that and they, you know, outpour that energy that was laid down on them to others to like keep people away from them because to let someone in is a trigger and you know there's so many different scenarios but we don't talk about it we don't talk about that shit we talk about the wins we talk about the you know moments of wow (laughs) like just you know accomplishment and I and I get it right like I don't think like everybody's gonna be out here blasting that they are molested raped um beaten an addict, like, I don't, no one, I don't think a lot of people are comfortable to admit those things because, like, a lot of people aren't, you know, gonna be, you're not gonna be rooting that behavior on one, obviously, but if you want more, one, you're already taking a step in the right direction. If you mentally, if your mentality and your heart says, I want more than this, then you're already in a position to get more for yourself because, that's where it all starts, right? This is not enough. I want more. The next step of that is really recognizing what you what part you play, but then also recognizing what how your traumas have shaped your mentality and your mindset to maneuver in this world. People, some people are just destined to get the best of others and take advantage of people and be fucking horrible people. Um But I think there's also a lot of people that are just misunderstood, um, haven't done the healing that they need and deserve. But you can't, you know, fix someone, you can't force that type of energy on anyone. Um, All you can do is recognize, what do I want? What do I deserve? And how am I going to curate a life for myself that has those components? And, you know, like I said, like, I think I could have been, I, I, it took, it was like kind of like a, oh my God moment, just realizing that what had happened to me when I was a little girl and those boundaries being taken away that like this anxiety I felt and this like embarrassment I felt about asking men to respect my boundaries when it come, came to sex or sexual things was not A place where I needed to be quiet. I turned. It's crazy because in those moments, and obviously, I I think you probably get the tone of me on this podcast, where I'm just like a very bold, loud, upfront, honest, real person that is truly who I am. But in those moments, in those moments when I'm asking a man to like a full be, you know, be like respect me, respect my boundaries, and they they say they can't. I turned into a little girl, the same little girl that was molested three times. I shut down um, and I'm like, well, it's not mine. And I just accept what is so fucked up. <laughs> oh my God, that's so fucked up. Uh, but if I never recognized that the cycle and pattern of behaviors that I was in, because um, it's not like I was ever in a place where I was just going out and having one night stands. I don't, I think I've had one one night stand in college my entire life. So it was never that um, mentality. Like, anyone I've ever hung out with, like, I wanted to curate a genuine connection and eventually relationship, but I'm never going to be one to make it make sense. And now, but the thing is, there's a pattern of, like, me allowing... These men to take the best of me on a physical level before I probably was ready and I was ready, but I allowed it because as soon as those triggers were hit from my traumas as a kid, I would revert back to a little girl. And I recognized the cycle and I realized, I don't want this fucking cycle anymore. What part do I play? And also, why? And that's kind of when I connect the dots and I was like, yeah, those were stolen from you. (laughs) Woo. I don't know. I ah, got I hate when I like randomly get emotional on here too much. Um, How much is too much this? <laughs> but yeah, they were stolen from me and I'll never get them back. And I couldn't imagine, you know, I can't imagine my own daughter one day. And if she had to tell me the same shit that I went through, but you get you overcome it or you let it consume you. Because there are things in life that happen to us, not because of us, and we we are in no control of that, unfortunately. But if you have the mindset and the self-love and awareness that you want more, you deserve more, and you are worthy of more, then it gives you a place to be able to kind of break free of those patterns that were curated by your traumas. And... I think that there's a lot of people out there that just kind of exist and go in the motions of life instead of wanting to level up and evolve. And I'll never be that person. I'll never be that person. It's just not possible for me. My grind, my heart, my passion, all that has given me a venue or a, you know, an avenue to drive and want more, push myself further, evolve, level the fuck up. All those things come from me just knowing I deserve more and understanding that I truly, since my mentality was so strong about those things, I never really knew when I would understand what the impact was, and it wasn't until 29 years old that I did, which is insane, you know? Uh, What, 20, 20 years later, essentially, then I'm getting answers on, what those people's decisions what they really took from me. And so I say I I say this to say because I think that there is the life is rare and beautiful and um so, extremely special. And I hope that we can everyone understands that like you'll never understand anyone else's full story ever. It doesn't matter Any, your ethnicity, your origin, your gender, your identity, none of that matters um, when it comes to truly understanding another human's experiences because you just simply cannot. And I just chose to stop wasting time, you know, repeating cycles. And if I see cycles in my life, I check myself and I understand what part i'm playing in that and so you know as much as like i again i know life is hard and bad shit does happen to us traumatic bad shit happens to us um that we don't even deserve like it's not even like like obviously we don't want them but we don't even deserve like bad shit happens to good people all the time but you can either be a full victim or you can be a you know you can be the one that rises above it and evolves from it and it's all about mentality it's all about mindset and recognizing that again life here is short time is precious and you deserve to get every ounce of light out of that life has to offer that's for you and you know I'm still I'm trying to put myself out there right now with dating and um I can tell I still have a lot of trust issues about, you know, understanding um, what what was stolen from me from my childhood and how it makes me feel now. So, like, when I'm exposing myself and, you know, opening myself up to new people, um, I definitely have my guards up. I definitely have fear of you know, I, not rejection. I don't really give a fuck about rejection. If you we were not fit where, you know, if you don't want me, you're not fully invested. Okay, great. I get a fear of being manipulated. I get a fear of take being taken advantage. I get a fear of being fed bullshit to get what someone wants because at the end of the day, um, you you know, you can correct me if I'm wrong in this one. Um, the nicest guys are the ones that want to fuck you. Like, and not, and I'm talking about, like, the manipulative guys, not the good guys that, like, are, like, actually just nice and want to spend time with you. And um, I'm trying to, you know, hone in on that energy with people. But I just have to recognize people for what they are. And that took a lot of time and mistakes and repeat cycles. And so I... I really hope that people, anyone that listens to this, that's, you know, realizes that you are fucking worthy. So, so worthy of everything that anyone that you may see in your own life or uh, anywhere else that they may have, that you are so worthy of all those things, regardless of the traumas that happen to you through your life. Those do not define you. They don't define your character, your heart, how you carry yourself, and you shouldn't let them, you should rise above them, and prove not only, like, the statistics of that shit wrong, but, like, kind of laugh in the face of the people that cause you trauma, like, yep, like, these things could have brought me down, these things could have crushed me, but I'm better, than you could have ever imagined. And I think the other part of it, too, is that, like I said, I forgive the people that did molest me when I was a child. But it came with the understanding that, like, it was not, as much as it fucked me up, it fucked them up, too. And I forgive them. And I don't know if everyone can do that. You know, I think that you have to come to your own terms in peace when it comes to closure. I forgave them a long time ago and I decided that I didn't choose these things for myself, and I'm not going to harbor feelings about these people. So I'm going to be at peace and forgive them and let that be my own, you know, serenity in my life. And that's my choice. So my point, again, for this episode is that As regardless of the traumas and the things that are put against you know that you can triumph over them know that you are powerful know that you are capable as fuck and that you'll get it you'll figure it out you'll figure it out if you keep putting one step in front of the other and putting your worth and your value as like leading guidance and the decisions and the healing process that you provide for yourself so I hope that this, you know, really does register with someone. I hope someone hears this and gets, like, peace and closure or mindfulness for themselves. But again, if you listen, thank you so much and have a great day.